to encourage you right now. You know, you've been at home. We're celebrating the resurrection this year. The church will be celebrating it tomorrow. If you're a Greek Orthodox, you'll be celebrating it next week. But we truly know the day that he rose. There is no question about that. That was on the Feast of First Fruits. But I want you to imagine how it must have been then. Just like today, people's anxieties were up. People were depressed. Matter of fact, it tells us that the disciples were hiding in hiding at this time when this happened. But yet, those women that morning, early in the morning after Shabbat was over, they went back to the tomb expecting to take care of the body of our Messiah. But where was their faith? Didn't he tell them that he would return? You know, during these times of being isolated, we forget the hope and promise that God has given us. We know we'll be able to get through these times. And guess what? You're probably going to get through these times and still have enough toilet paper to last. See, that's not what we're supposed to prepare for. We're supposed to prepare our hearts and our minds so that we can be ready for these trials and tribulations. Those women were getting ready. They brought the spices to prepare the body, to give it a proper burial. But when they got there, what they saw was something totally different. What they saw, can you bring the volume down just a little? I'm echoing in here. What they saw was an empty tomb. Because our Messiah had risen. See, death could not control his work. And we know that God is still in control even today. Guess what? We're going to get through this. Yes, it's not easy looking in an empty congregation. But reality is we're reaching more people now than ever before through the Internet. People are tuning in because they're looking for hope. And that hope is found in our Messiah. Because when those women ran and looked and saw that he was gone, and then their encounter with the angel, but then they went back to those disciples. And when they heard the news that the body was gone, guess what? They didn't believe it either. Two of them got up and ran to the cave. And in their disbelief, when they got there too, they saw that it truly was empty. 
But it wasn't long after that that Yeshua revealed himself to them and to others, even to Thomas, who got the nickname Doubting Thomas because he wanted to actually feel the wounds before he would believe. But see, God wants us to come in faith. And that's what we need today. We need to build up our faith to know that God will get us through these times. And guess what? He will. He hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't forsaken you. He's actually protecting you. And that's what we see taking place in this picture. When Yeshua revealed to himself several times, they were all amazed. One of my favorite of these times is the road to when the two were walking. They were on that road, and a man came up to him. The man said to him, why are you so down? And their response was, haven't you heard? It's like, where have you been? What, have you been dead for the last three days? Don't you know what's going on? But what happened during that time, as they walked with him, and he taught them what had to happen. When they finally got to their place of rest, it says that he broke the matzah. They broke bread together. It was a feast. They were still doing the feast of Passover. So it wouldn't have been regular bread. They were broken matzah. And that's when he revealed to them who he really was. And that's what we have today. During these, these trying times, I know you might be going stir-crazy staying at home. You want to come on the Shabbat and, and, and see your friends. But we can still break bread together. We can still have that fellowship that God has called us to. And that's what we can never forget. We will have that time once again. But this is the time right now that we fellowship with him. If you're home by yourself, I know it must be tough. All you have is the news and all it's talking about is the virus. But the reality is, he still has risen. Churches all around the world tomorrow will be celebrating the resurrection. We know today was the day. The feast of first fruits. The time of bringing that first offering for the harvest before the Lord. Yeshua is referred to as the offerings of the first fruits, the resurrection of the first fruits. And that's the hope that we have. See, we don't have to wait for Him to return to fellowship with Him. Because we have the Ruch HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, inside of us. Let that be your guide during these times. I encourage you while you're at home to read the Bible. Read the story of, of the death and resurrection of our Messiah. 
because it truly is life-changing. You can imagine those soldiers that were there to, to guard the tomb. That's how big of news this was. They had to put a, 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 a whole legion of soldiers there to make sure that no one took the body. See, the rabbis were concerned that the disciples would try to sneak in and take the body to show that he had risen. Because they knew the, the, the tradition, the, if the Messiah rose, what that truly meant. And then they had to make up a story. But we know the truth. Yeshua put those soldiers to a deep sleep. Do you realize if you're, if you're in the military, I was never in the military. We didn't have the draft when I was growing up. But I know many people were in the military. And if you fell asleep while you were doing your job, that was it. You have been done. Could you imagine a whole group of men falling asleep? That would never have happened in any military. But God was in control. And God is in control today. That tomb is empty because God rose our Messiah from the dead. Death had no authority over him. You know, when we turn the news on, all you hear about is the number dying around the world. But we can also focus on those that are living. And while it's tough to lose a loved one, especially to a disease like this, we know that one day they will rise again. We will see them in heaven. And we can rejoice in their new spirit and new body. We can fight this disease. It has no authority over us. Our authority is our living Messiah. You know, Judy and I and Natalie have had the option and blessing of being able to go to Israel and lead tours. And one of my favorite places is the Garden Tomb. Now, we don't know if that was the actual tomb. In reality, it's probably most likely not. But that really doesn't matter. What matters is the meaning that's there. The understanding of what took place. To be able to see and understand how God changed our lives. You know, as I was telling from the beginning, the disciples didn't get it. They were expecting to see a dead body. They saw their Messiah die on a cross. A spear put through his heart. But yet, while they were fishing, he came to them. While they were walking on the way, he came to them. While they were sitting in the room, he came to them. Over 500 people witnessed his resurrection. We can stand here today and say, He lives. And that's what's important. He is 
the first fruits. He is the ultimate sacrifice for us. He put himself on that altar. And he died for us so that our sins could be forgiven. But death had no authority over him. And on that third day, after the end of Shabbat, that evening, Yeshua rose and took off the clothes that had be, it was buried in, the cloth. It says it was neatly put away. That was to show that death had no power over him. Unlike Lazarus, when Yeshua called him out after he, him being dead for four days, it says when he came out, his skin was white, and he was still wearing the burial cloths. But not our Messiah, because he lives. And he lives with us today. And that's the power that we can live on. That's what gets us through these times like this. When people are isolated. Never before in our lifetime, and I pray never again, would something like this happen. But it could have been a lot worse if we hadn't listened. And yes, isolation is tough. But God will get us through this. That's the promise that we have in Him. He will give us the strength we need. And I encourage you, if you're hurting, call out to Him. Sing praises to Him. Because when the disciples realized the truth that He had risen... It changed their life forever. They were then able to boldly proclaim the good news. The Feast of Latter Fruits that we'll be celebrating in less than 50 days reminds us of what God has done and is still doing today. So don't be afraid. Don't let the devil take power in your life. But stand firm in God's glory. Understand that he is there with you. He is there to comfort you. That's what God's calling us to do. This unique time we live in is just a reminder that he's still in charge. And even though we're not here together, we are together in him. So when two or more are gathered in his place, we can move mountains. We are gathering people literally around the world as we speak or watching. And we're making a difference. 
I want to give you encouragement. He has risen. He is not dead. He lives today. And because he lives, we can live. Disease has no authority over us. We can fight this and we will conquer it. It will not be the end of us, just the beginning. I want to encourage you as we continue through the Feast of Unleavened Bread to remember all the miracles that, that Yeshua did during these times. How he spoke to his disciples. And how he showed them what was to take place. He gave them during this time, these 50 days, that knowledge to know he was alive. He did not, death had no control over him. And it changed their life forever. You know, some say our life will not be the same after the virus. But my answer is, my life will be the same because I still have my faith and trust in heaven above. And a promised Messiah that will get me through times of trouble. He gave us the shofar to sound the alarm. And we need to stand together to show the devil that he has no authority over us. This disease will pass. And we'll get back together. I hope it's very soon that we can celebrate in person. You know, this past week we had the Feast of Passover and Traditionally, the first night was always with family. Our local family would get together. But this year was different than all other nights. But on this night, we were able to usher in hundreds of people into our house. Not physically, but through the Internet. And we were able to celebrate the Passover together. We could have never brought a hundred plus people into our house to celebrate. But God showed us a way in which what man tries for bad, God will turn to good. We're going to learn a lot through this time. But most important, we're going to learn that friendship and fellowship is what we need. Again, God is doing an amazing thing in these times. So don't be afraid. Don't be concerned of what's going to happen in the future. Because the, the, the past already took care of this present. And that answer is, he has risen. He is the living Messiah. And by his stripes, we are healed. 
I want to encourage you as we close out just to understand that God is watching over us. God will protect us. He'll encourage us. So don't be afraid. I want everyone to bow your heads and close your eyes. Abba, Father, we just come before you right now. And Lord, I want to reach out to those who might be watching that don't know you or even your son, Yeshua, our Messiah, who came for both Jew and Gentile alike. We know on this day that he rose from the dead. And now he is sitting at your right hand, interceding for us. Death didn't make him the Messiah, but the resurrection did. The resurrection showed to us that he is truly your son. You came down in the form of a man to experience what we experience. And if you're out there right now, wherever you are around the world, if you're ready to receive him into your heart, all you need to do is repeat after me. Abba, Father, I have sinned against you. I believe your son died and rose again. And sitting at your right hand. And because he lives today, I can live. I ask Yeshua into my heart. Thank you for giving us your son. We ask this in Yeshua's name. If you said that for the first time, or maybe you rededicated your life today to the Lord, please contact us and let us know so we can call you up and pray with you that prayer and speak to you more. But know this, that God is in control. I want to pray in closing for those who are believers already. Abba, Father, we just come before you again. Lord, give us the strength we need to break depression, to break anxiety. Lord, we know that you are in control. And Lord, we just give up these fears to you right now. Lord, I ask that you just touch each one who's watching. Lord, those that are home by themselves isolated, Lord, be their comforter. And if you're there, just we pray a hedge of protection over everyone watching. We pray for safety. And most importantly, we pray for the peace that goes beyond all understanding. We ask this in your Son Yeshua's name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, give the Lord a hand wherever you are around the world.